Welcome back. Episode 9 of the All The Fly Kids Show. This is the Stop, Look, Listen episode. And today we have two young women here who, I'll say it because I they may not say it, but they are making waves, making moves in the DMV in a way that, man, I wish when I was their age I was doing it because like they, they doing that motherfucker right now. But today we have the hippie junkie. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Glow and Trilla. Trilla for Shilla. Hey. <laughs> How you ladies doing today? Um, we're pretty good. Yeah, doing well. Doing well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that y'all are here. I know we've just been a lot of back and forth, but here we are. Here we are. And yes. we got to focus on the present. You yes. know. Definitely. So, January 2nd. 2017. Yeah. First, first, first episode of the year. First Yay! episode of the year. Yes, first, so y'all are y'all are opening up 2017 for the people. Won't he do it? Uh, yes. So, all right. Well, we're gonna just jump right into it. Um, so tell everybody where y'all are from. Um, I'm from Washington D.C. Northeast. What's up? Yes, <laughs> and I'm from Montgomery County, Maryland, and we met in college. Yeah. Where'd y'all go to school? Um, we went to Towson University. Mm-hmm. We met freshman year. Mm-hmm. And we we just started off as friends and just developed into yeah. a partnership and yeah it's a uh, it's pretty cool working with her. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. what what did each of y'all major in in college? I got my degree in international studies. Okay. Yeah, and I got mine in economics. Okay, yeah, still useful for what y'all. Are I doing mean. Now. Somewhat. It's always especially a useful, economics. It's all it's always a useful major. It's just you know we just decided to pursue a different career route. Yeah. But I feel like you can always apply what you learned. Okay. In any field. That N- that is true. Now, would you have you um, f- as far as your studies in college, have you um worked in those fields prior to starting the Hippie Junkie? No. I wouldn't say so. No, I think starting the Hippie Junkie developed from doing this instead of like working jobs within our majors. Okay. And then this kind of developed and then we were like, yeah, our major is what it is, but we're really successful at what we're doing right now and like we enjoy doing this. So that's kind of what happened. Yeah, the Hippie Junkie just really started as like a hobby because we didn't watch TV oh, in our yeah. apartment. Our first apartment was called The Trap, and The Trap didn't have a TV. <laughs> yeah, like, we didn't have cable. Like, we yeah. didn't have internet. Like, we used our, our neighbor's internet. Like, Yeah, I was just being mad, we resourceful. Were, we were, yeah, we were kind of, like, trapped out, and that's when we started to get creative. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, what can we do with all this time that we have? Like, yeah, we're students, but we also just have free time to do yeah. nothing. Okay. And Glow was like, I want to start a blog, and I was like, I'll take pictures for you. Like I did photography for a while and and then we just both started doing the blogging. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So well, let me backtrack just a second. For each of y'all, what was DC like for y'all growing up? You know, from what y'all remember just, you know, growing up um when y'all were younger. Um I know for me, I kinda lived life like pre twenty one and everything pre twenty one just doesn't even count. Because the world just opens up once okay. we turn 21. So, like, D.C. was always kind of, maybe it's different. I mean, obviously, it's different for me because mm-hmm. I just would come here and visit. So, mm-hmm. it was kind of like, yeah, you know, you're doing, like, the touristy things in D.C. Like, whenever you come, you go and see, you know, the monuments and stuff. And now I'm out here all the time. Like, there's a lot that can be done working-wise. Like, if you want to be a creative, because it's the perfect city to be creative. So, Growing up, it definitely, I looked at it from a tourist perspective. Okay. And now I look at it as like, oh, there's there's so many fish in this pond. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's make it work. And okay. I would say like growing up living here, it was like so different. Like I feel like there wasn't like stuff like this. I mean, even though like I'm not even that old, but like when I was younger, it wasn't stuff like this out here. Like Stuff was, like what? Like I was always into music as a kid. So mm-hmm. like I felt like if I knew about like, underground like shows and stuff that was going on i would be so into it but like those resources weren't really presented to me as a kid so then growing up like i think gentrification definitely played a part in like just like the way dc's landscape is changing and Mm -hmm. it just provides spaces for creatives like us to just kind of flourish flourish and you know meet each other and help each other out like so as a kid like i knew people who were like into music but there was like nowhere for us to go so we would just chill okay like, did, did y'all um did y'all do the go-go scene i actually at all? did go to go-go's you know who, I were, the, who like, were the bands that were popping 
oh my god stop xiv <laughs> ccv yeah, tov yeah. like okay yeah every no but backyard band it's always a great band oh, like thank you for saying that because yeah. i'm a i'm a backyard band for fan for yeah, life you acknowledge, like, if you acknowledge go go you I, have to yeah, acknowledge like i can appreciate the pocket beat like it's just Okay. I love DC. I like y'all even more. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So the Hippie Junkie started as a blog initially? Yes. It okay. just, it was really like a hobby. I know, like she said, she was always into music growing up and so was I, but I was like on the concert end side of it. So I did go to a lot of concerts and I was like, I haven't been to a show since high school. It was our junior year. I want to start going back into concerts. I read all these blogs. Like I said, we didn't watch TV. So that was my way of like staying informed with what was going on is reading all these blogs. And I was like, we can just put two and two together, blog about the cool stuff that's going on because we already heard about things in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. So we started really Baltimore based, like yeah, going okay. to beach like shows. Underground, underground. Yeah, underground like things. Stuff and that, yeah, people just don't know about, but it was cool. And what, what around what time, what year was this? Did 14. you say things? 2014. 14? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I could see that. Okay, now that I know that y'all have a Baltimore connection, okay, yeah. mm -hmm. I, I could see that being an influence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I definitely, my experience with Baltimore, I'm not going to talk about that okay. on, on the air. <laughs> but my experience with Baltimore, you know, definitely informed me in a, in a, in a way that was very different than the way D.C. informed me mm -hmm. um, with that whole, with D.C., no, with, with Baltimore being very blue-collar, you get a lot of um, that just like really hard, edgy, grungy type of vibe, whether you're going to like, you know, an EDM mm -hmm. show or you're going to like yeah. a, 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 a yeah. see like hear like some Baltimore club DJs, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I used to do the Paradox. Mm -hmm. that um, So, I mean, that was. I know a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So that was one of my spots as well. But um, OK. All right. That, mm -hmm. So now. OK. Connecting the dots here. Mm -hmm. Connecting the dots. So what are... I want to talk about these trap mom connect commandments. Yes! Yes! I'm so <laughs> happy finally get to tell this story. We okay. finally... So trap mom is us. Of, that's us. Like, that's just what we are. Like, when, when we first, like, moved off campus, we moved into an apartment together. Mm -hmm. And... And we would just like invite people over and make food for them and make a vibey situation. It was Set so up the vibey. hookah, like burn some incense. Like we just used to make people feel at home. So like people would just be like, y'all are trap moms because like y'all are like y'all don't have like TV or internet. Our like, apartment was y'all don't have a cut. lot of furniture, but you just make this feel like home. So yeah, yeah. So that's kind of where trap mom yeah. came from. And okay. our apartment was literally the trap. Yeah. It was in the cut. <laughs> When we first moved to that complex, like nobody from Towson really lived there. The next year, everyone we knew was living there. They heard the trap was lit. We had a house party and oh my gosh. Like the police came, but they were just like the okay. grace of God. Yeah, we're, we're like we're here. Where where was y'all apartment? It was in Towson. Okay. Like where we went to school. It. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think we were pretty little on campus. We were we were we were fun. Yeah, I think we campus. were. <laughs> so y'all provide something that was needed because y'all was out in the county. Yeah, you know? I, yeah. I feel like we made we made a little wave in Towson. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was cool. Okay, <laughs> and so I'm kind. I want to go through each of the the, the commandments. Okay, okay. Let's okay. Do it. Do you have them in front of you? Or I, should we? I, I, okay. I, Okay, great. I take very copious notes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, Yo, that's how we that's how we were when we started. We would yeah. take two weeks before we like interviewed somebody. Our first and interviews, like, we really were like, oh, he did an interview here and like here. We would do our research. Our yeah. research before we went in there. So I like that. <laughs> All right. So commandment number one. Home sweet home. Burn cinnamon, incense, or candles for a good smelling home and to keep heavy scents out. So I think I, that sounds straightforward. <laughs> I, I I think I know what the heavy scents are. Yeah. But, you know, why why cinnamon? Okay. Our mind oh. you, we were trapped out, so we always didn't have incense, and yes. we had to figure out another alternative to just make our home smell nice. So. And our bro actually told us that yeah. he was like, "You guys can burn cinnamon, and it'll give it a homey smell." Yeah. And you just use water and cinnamon, and we and were like, "Oh, we, in a pan. yeah, we got that." Do y'all like cinnamon more than nag champa? Um, I like cinnamon. I'm a frankincense kind of guy. Okay, I'm feeling it. I like frankincense. I just, I just love the scents. 
So yeah, okay. Homey scent, no okay. bias. All right, and and candles out here mm-hmm. are are very uh, everything. Yeah, I love candles. Everything. Like, if anyone ever wants to give me a gift, this everything. is Trilla candles. This is glow. <laughs> Retweet. Okay, now commandment number two: watch Netflix, but don't pay for Netflix. Well, I still actually do this. Yeah, same. Um, I'm not mad at y'all using for pe- using people's login. I'm not mad what? at that. They they <laughs> came into our home and they wanted to per- they wanted to you know entertain. So if you leave your Wi-Fi password to entertain, we're gonna take it. If yeah. you leave your yeah. Netflix open, I'm gonna use it. Okay. I'm not gonna log out because that just does not make sense for me. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. You gotta yeah, you, just, you, you gotta get it how you live. And you yeah. know, times are rough. So if you can get somebody's email, like, and <laughs> log, like save that seven ninety nine. Okay. The Wi Fi came in clutch though. Yeah. The Wi Fi was really clutch. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That <sighs> Wi Fi. The way that they do the way these cable companies do Wi Fi now, it's just like it's almost ex- as expensive as trying to just get like a decent cable package. Yeah. Exactly. Like you just yeah. you know to just get like regular Wi Fi like and it's like slow. But if you want like the super high speed, you that's like seventy dollars or yeah, something yeah. wild like that. Yeah. You know, it's just it's it's mind boggling to me how much cable costs now. Yeah. I'm just like, why do people pay for this? Yeah. yeah, and we we learned a lot with not watching cable. That like I would suggest everyone at least do that for a period in their lives, if not yeah. like a, a practice all the time. Like. Yeah, if go you, a long time without watching cable. Like you'll you, progress. If mm-hmm. you can survive, if you if you had cable and then you go some years without survive yes. without cable, mm-hmm. you definitely come out a better person. Yeah, you yeah. will. <laughs> I, I definitely agree. Yeah. Oh, okay. So number three, use your parents' Costco card. So <laughs> my <laughs> my mom has a Costco card. And it has gotten us through some rough times. I mean, blizzards. It's gotten us through blizzards. Yes. Like, buy in bulk. Like, always be prepared. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to be a trap mom, be a smart trap mom. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to provide for your home. Like, yeah. we had a pet rabbit and everything. So, like, you got to take <laughs> care of other life. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, so, you know, yeah. we just had to you make sure you're always prepared. If you know someone who's got, like, a Costco or BJ's card, like, Utilize that. If you can, you know, use it or go to the store with them, and you'll be thankful later. Mm-hmm. What are y'all go? What are your go tos when you go to Costco? What What do you? What do? You, what are your absolute essentials when you go to Costco? I think whenever we went there, we always we always got some type of snack bar, like a granola yeah. bar, Nature Valley. Like we always got a snack yeah, bar. We're always on the go, mm-hmm. so sometimes you don't have time to make anything. Uh. I feel like we would always get some type of poultry, like mm-hmm. either. Oh yeah, a lot we of would chicken make chicken all the time. Or a lot of tilapia. Like, oh yeah, because we would fish. do either yeah. or mm-hmm. chicken and fish. And then number three, I think would be was it water? It was always. Oh yeah, we it was always, always water. water. We're water is life. Yeah, we, stay yeah, hydrated. Love water. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. okay. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Y'all getting alcohol now? Um. We're not big drinkers. No. We used to be. Okay. Kind of. We grew up. We grew up, though. So we just be chilling. Are y'all women of the earth? Um, yes. yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, hey, there's, nev- there's never anything wrong with not drinking. Exactly. Right. So, That's what we say all the time. <laughs> so if anybody tries time. to shame you for not drinking. Exactly. You just say. And it happens. You know. I'm a woman of the earth. Fuck yes. out my face. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I woman of it. the earth. I love it. Okay. Um, got an idea. Write it down. Oh, that is a major. So this is key. Bible. If you take away, if you don't take away anything else, take away this. We like, I think we are at the point that we are at now in our lives because we just started writing down what we wanted mm-hmm. out of life. Like mm-hmm. we had this beat up notebook mm-hmm. and we just started writing down, like proclaiming things and planning things. And just if you have something like any idea, no idea is a bad idea. Like just get that creativity out on something that you can always look back at because you never know. Like we've had some crazy ideas, but some of them worked. So and it's also just helped growing, like moving forward is now that we take what we do very seriously. Even if we can't see each other, we know like, all right, if somebody has a note, either Put it in your phone, have a notebook Just handy, text it, like, like text it. It always needs to be in writing because you can always go back to it and expand or dead mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's always solid advice. Mm-hmm. I think not enough people write down their ideas. Yeah. You know, or they I actually them. I actually, even though I use my notes app on my phone quite often, I oh, still have do. a journal. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Same. Because it's just something different about writing it writing down. something down mm-hmm. versus just something mm-hmm. that's tactile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So definitely, okay. All right. Uh let's see where we are. Go the extra mile. I mean commit. Yeah. Like, commit. If you want to do something, like go all like just go hard and just do it. Like don't think about what could go wrong. Like just just do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go the extra mile to like you owe it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, to do something mm-hmm. that will better you as a person. So mm-hmm. go the extra mile, you know, especially if you found something that you really feel so strongly about, mm-hmm. go the extra mile, perfect it, yeah. commit to it. It's and also important. like, if like someone tells you no, or if you get a no in one situation, like that doesn't mean you'll get a no in the next situation. So just keep going. Or we like to call ourselves finesse goddesses because we just always finesse a situation. Like there has been plenty of like things that has happened last year that, People will be like, oh, they can't do that or you can't go there. But like we did it. And it's just because we kept pushing like we may get a no once. But mm-hmm. yeah, Yo, if you can finesse, if your finesse is like that, if your finesse is strong, you are a special person. And li- a lot of people don't know how to finesse. That's true. And, you know, a, there's an art to finessing. There is an, there art. Is an art to finessing. Like, and there's, and there's, there's also a little a bit gift. of luck. There's, there's a little bit of luck. Gift yeah. too. Like it's just a gift. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. All right, which one are we on now? Mm. Let's see. Oh, we don't want no devils in the house. No, we don't. No, Just no we negative don't. energy. Just surround yourselves with positive people. If there's like negativity in your life, mm-hmm. either find a way to solve it or find a way to remove it. Mm-hmm. And simple as that. And also just like don't hang on to built up anger. That's, you know, like the devil inside of you. So don't yeah. hang on to that. Once you get over a situation, just move forward as gracefully, as quietly, as you know, getting back on track yeah. as possible. We just want to promote like positivity and unity that there's just, there's no hate. There's just like, I mean, I think, I think we're pretty chill people and that's what we want to promote to other people is just bring that good energy out. Yeah, that good vibe. Are y'all very spiritual? Um, I would say I'm yes, more spiritual than, than religious. religious. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Where are we going now? Uh, oh, thou shall put respect on thy neighbor's you- name. Respect. Respect, because, you know, trap mom. So, (laughs) no, I mean, it's really just put respect on somebody else's name because we want you to do the same for us. Yeah, like never shame anyone. Mm -hmm. Just because you never know the bridges you burn when you could use them, you know, later. So you just want to make sure that you keep, you know, good spirits and Mm -hmm. you put respect on their name. They'll put respect back on you. Yeah, and that's why we pointed out like your neighbor's name and not your name, because if you're good to like someone else, like whatever comes back to you, just know that what you did was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all you can ask for. See, I, li- I really like that because I'm always on Twitter talking about, you know, let's not be elitist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's let's not shame people, especially when, you know, somebody could probably shame yeah, you. Exactly. You know what I mean? And um, I also know, like, everybody wasn't born, you know, being hip. Yeah. You know, like, I wasn't born being hip. Y'all weren't born being hip. Like, everybody wasn't born being conscious. Like, all these different mm-hmm. things. Like, everybody wasn't born a foodie. Mm-hmm. All these things. Like, so give people, if if you're going to point out a flaw, provide them with a solution yes. or an alternative to better their taste. Criticism. Don't just be like, you some shit. <laughs> exactly. You whack. Exactly. Oh, you wearing that? You whack. Exactly. Okay, so what could they wear instead that could compliment or be better than what you know what I mean like do that so that's what something that I always try to do strive to do um especially within the last the last couple of years you Mm -hmm. know what I mean because I I saw myself I'm like man you know I'm I'm throwing all these stones where like you know as if I don't live in a glass house Mm -hmm. yeah you know what I mean um so yeah I like that I like that okay so final one um dress it up and make it real uh, that just goes back to commit. Word to future. Just yeah. whatever you're going to do, do it all. Do it well. Yeah. Dress it up and make it real. Make them believe that, you know, you're out here. Exactly. I think you said it Said it well. Okay. And all of these commandments, if follow, will help imaginative, imaginative people prosper. Yeah. yeah. Because I think we're imaginative, pe- imaginative people and we've stuck by those. I think those are all, like, solid, like, law for us. Like, mm-hmm. we're not just saying that just mm-hmm. to say it or putting on on our site and we don't apply it like we apply those things and it works for us so why not share the wealth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean that's what Kala did and 
look where he's at. Mm-hmm. So always share with not everything you know, but the thing, the major keys. Yeah. Share the major keys because. Or just something that can help your neighbor out. Like share it. Yo, Khaled is one of my favorite. Actually, he is my favorite, you know, positive affirmation giving people. We actually met him last year. And oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Just in person. Like, his vibe is, is so amazing. Like, yeah. it was great. Like, I feel like we met a decent amount of celebrities, and he was definitely one of the nicest ones that I've Where'd met. y'all meet him? Um, Through our internship yeah. with DTLR Radio yeah. FM. It was at a... DTLR store Yeah, it was at a DTLR okay. store, mm-hmm. and it was a... I think it was his album release, like, signing. Meet and, and greet. Meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And he did an interview after, and just, like, listening to him. The person who interviewed him, I believe it was Jay Claxton, and they were, like, they came up together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for him to be like, I remember, like, all these times and stuff like that, and now he's where he's at. It's mm-hmm. just, like, it was actually inspiring as yeah. business women, you know? Mm-hmm. For us, we've always talked about how there are women in the game, but there aren't any, like, women music moguls. So everyone we look up to is like are like men kind of yeah, like yeah. and now we look at everything like all right that's a business person because we're business people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So what are the, some of the projects that y'all have worked on thus far since starting the Hippie Junkie? Mm. Um, Actually, you know, favorite? you know what? No, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I didn't even ask this. Why the Hippie Junkie? What made y'all choose that name? Okay, so I remember like it was yesterday. I just. <laughs> Texted Christina. I was in class and I was like, I'm going to start a blog. And she was like, okay, cool. Like, let me know if you want, you know, me to take pictures. I was like, okay. So in class, I'm just writing down names like of, you know, what the blog could be called. And um, we're hippies. So (laughs) I just wrote hippie. And then my best friend from home was like, Glow, you're such a pop culture junkie. Like, you're just so like addicted to knowing what's going on, what's happening next, like stuff like that. So I wrote Hippie Junkie next to each other and Christina looked at the paper with like three columns of names and she's like, that's the one. I like that one. So that's And it just stuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So now that we know that. Because that was when I was like, Hippie Junkie, where yeah. did they get that from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So back to the projects that y'all have worked on so far. Okay. I'm just going to say my favorite because I was so passionate about this one was our networking mixer, the Hippie Mixer. Like I legit, like before we planned this, texted Glow like, we have to have a networking event and I'm going to plan it no matter if anybody wants to help us or not. Like I was so pressed and we like put it together in I think a month we got everything together Mm -hmm. and it was so successful. Like we really saw the need for like young people to just connect with other people like them. And we actually brought out a lot of people that were under 21 Mm -hmm. and we didn't even know like we had a market for that because Mm -hmm. we pretty much feel like we're the youngest out of the people who we hang out with. So when people like younger than us came out, it was really cool to see like you can be an influence and like people just want to come show their art, sell their clothes, listen to good music and just, yeah, be around like-minded people. It was super cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, that's a hard one to follow because that one was, that one was a good one. It was a really good mixer. But I would say like our first, when we first started, we interviewed and now that we're really good friends with J.I.D.K. Okay. And this was when he was really underground. Yeah. And, you know. Wasn't he our first interview? He was our first interview. So that for us and seeing how he's progressed and seeing, you know, that we're all still in this making, you know, our own waves. In hindsight, it's one of my favorite moments to look back on because it's yeah. kind of like we were on to something. Mm-hmm. Like we were, you know. He was on about like 2014. Yeah. J.I.D.K. Yeah. yeah like, okay. Link was just on the surface yeah so we actually like interviewed him and that same day went to gold link show met oh drum God. oh yeah like, we met drum that it, night the first yeah. experience as working you know as the hippie junkie it was great it was a great one like, so we it's started off like, on a pretty good mm-hmm. foot. but okay yeah okay all right so i wanted to ask since y'all mentioned being business women when business women just a second ago mm-hmm. um what has it been like for you being business owners while young black and women the struggle i mean it's like <laughs> yeah the struggle but, but then, there's beauty in the it, struggle it, though i was gonna say that <laughs> and there is beauty in the struggle because i just know you know we kind of grew up together in college i guess mm-hmm. where that's that moment where you really start like adulting and finding yourself so even us as friends when we go back and think about how we were 18 to now we're just like wow we changed and then seeing from like 2014 in the middle of all that mm-hmm. how we started this and now we're like oh we can really 
do this. Mm -hmm. We can really do this. And every roadblock is just like, we got to find a better way because we can do this. There's no like, oh, well, it's like we can do this. So let's let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I agree. Okay. No additional comments? Um, No. I think she said it all. She got it all? Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, um, one thing that I've wanted to ask y'all, just because y'all are businesswomen and um, y'all are millennials, um, I'm like, I don't know if I'm a millennial or generation yeah, Y, X. I don't know what I am. <laughs> I'm just here. But, <laughs> but um, I, something I, something myself and my peers, we always um talk about and question and just among the, the millennials that we know is like, are millennials truly less concerned about making money or making more making money as compared to previous generations or are y'all just more resourceful? I think it's a little bit of both. Like I can honestly say that this is a labor of love because you don't just start off making bread. Like we do this because like she said, like it was a hobby and like, this is what we're passionate about. And we just were lucky to, you know, have some success out of it and, really be able to do something with it but also I think finessing became a part of using our resources and you like seeing what you have and what can I do with what I have so I'd say it's a little bit of both uh yeah she definitely said that (laughs) um it's yeah it's just a mix of both you know and I think it's no she actually said it all (laughs) that's it I can't even I'm just repeating it at that at this point point. Mm -hmm. okay okay I mean and always why it's because like I know everybody wants to make money, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, I know for for me and just you know growing up, we were just like like we were just trying to get the money. Mm-hmm. You know, we wanted to like do dope, cool, creative things, but you know, we were just like really hard pressed, hell bent mm-hmm. on that money. Even <laughs> even even now, it's still like you know a lot of us like we just want to be the man. Oh yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? No, but, we'd really be trying to secure the bag. Yeah, like. no, no. Okay. Securing the bag, like, no. don't think we don't. We want love to money. Secure, we do love money. The bag. Yeah, the bag okay. will get secured. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's just okay. a matter of you know working towards that. Yeah. But like she said, because it's a labor of love, uh-huh. I'll work towards the bag and know that the success is that much sweeter because I didn't, you know, try and sell my soul or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, you didn't sell out to your dream. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to be dedicated to your dream. You can't just, like, halfway do it. Okay. But that being said, it doesn't mean that the way that we're thinking mm-hmm. isn't to secure the bag. Oh, yeah. We're always thinking towards, like, all right, how can we monetize off of this? How can we, you know, execute this better so we can eventually start monetizing? Mm-hmm. So that just goes back to the whole business mindset. But it's yeah, a labor like you can't stretch yourself too thin with, things that you're not you know profiting from or you know benefiting from i'd even say because we don't profit from everything that we do but if you get any type of benefit whether that's experience or a connection like use it mm-hmm. amazing man i wish y'all were around when i was younger man. <laughs> like i would have definitely been over y'all house all the time like, i wish we were around when i, I was younger <laughs> I wish, I wish. What, what, what is what is your favorite thing to cook oh mm. i love making mm. ribs Ribs, yeah, ribs are good. If you can make ribs good, I think I can make we've, pretty good ribs. We've, we've done that. The trap moms have done yeah. that. Beef or pork? Um, pork. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Even though, like, I'm not a huge pork fan, but I I gotta I do some pork ribs. ribs. Like, I just, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ribs are good. Okay. We make great. I think we just make great burritos. It doesn't matter what's in the burrito. Yeah, we, we can make a pretty fish, creative. Yeah, fish taco. We ha- always would have like during the blizzard. We had um breakfast burrito like a buffet yeah that we made we just loved hosting things at our apartment Mm -hmm. like our crib was like the move all the time for our birthdays we made breakfast oh we yeah yeah we made the pancakes what what was on the menu eggs eggs bacon do we have waffles waffles, waffles, home fries oh yeah we made home fries yeah Turkey or pork bacon? I think we have both. Yeah. Okay. We would switch it up so often, yeah. actually, at our place. So it re- mm-hmm. I can't really tell you. Yeah, we actually. Y'all like- a great host. Y'all had both turkey and pork yeah. bacon. Yeah. Okay. And we had like, oh, didn't we have like the mimosas? We did. In? We had mimosas. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. We just loved to host events. That yeah. was it. And every event there was always food. Yeah, always. And other festivities. So I'm just we had let- a lot of games. I'm mm-hmm. letting y'all know now the next event, the next function that y'all had with some mm-hmm. food. That was kind of the mixer. Yeah, the mixer. Holla at me. Games. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was lit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. So we'll let you know. You'll get please. an invite. Mm-hmm. Yes, please let me know. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> please let me know. Um, Glow. Yes. Why is your spirit animal an elephant? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so this goes back to when I was three and I went on my first safari in Africa and my grandma just told me about elephants. What country? Tanzania. Okay. And my grandma just told me about elephants and how, like, even though they're these big, you know, quote unquote, ugly creatures with wrinkles and stuff, they're just most gentle, kind souls, you know, in the in the wilderness. I mean, well, not in the wilderness, but in the desert and stuff like that. And I just always carried that with me. Like, it's really not your outside. Mm -hmm. It's your inside. And not everyone will see that. Mm -hmm. But once somebody does, they'll love you forever. Okay. What's your spirit animal? Um, hers is a cat. We're not gonna talk about this really because I call myself Cheetah Tina sometimes. She I just, loves cats. I just love the feline, like cats, small cats, big cats, cats. Okay, <laughs> cats are slick. They are, but they're so cute. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I have no real spiritual connection to cats. Just to put that out there, I just love cats. Do you she have does. a cat? I used to, and I loved it with all my heart. What, hap- what happened to the cat? The cat passed away. Are you going to get another one? Eventually. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay. Me and cats, we have a uh, we have an interesting relationship, but yeah. you know, I'm I'm I, I'm more of a dog guy myself, mm-hmm. but um, cats. I'm I'm working through my issues I feel with it. cats. I mean, <laughs> and not everyone likes cats, and I understand that, so I don't try to be like, oh, you gotta like cats too. <laughs> So, yeah. I just accepted my cat issues. Yeah. I But that's why we ended up getting a rabbit. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That is why. Yeah. We had a rabbit in the sixth grade. <laughs> I don't remember I don't remember the rabbit's name, but like we all took turns feeding the rabbit and whatnot. <laughs> um I like the rabbit. It, now, even in my mom's neighborhood, when I would go over there sometimes, like they would I would, late at night I would see like rabbits like hopping <laughs> along. So cute. And I'm just like, oh that so cute man they are like, just so cute having one it was like so cool to observe yeah like the way a rabbit that was chills, so cool like like the way a rabbit runs the way he sleeps with his eyes open like <laughs> it was just weird. they were just like oh my gosh it's a real rabbit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it was pretty cool so um since y'all are very in tune with the creative scene in dc um having a creative agency uh what would you say is DC's strongest creative asset? Would be music, visual art, fashion, like, I mean, anything that I didn't say, like, what would you say would be DC's strongest creative asset? All of the above. Yeah. I think it's hard to say because we know talented people in every aspect of that. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to be like, oh, well, Music is better than fashion when we know so many cool like streetwear brands mm-hmm. that were like, oh, I want to wear his shirt. Yeah. I like their, you know, I like their clothes. And I again, I can't say, oh, fashion is taking over when there's so much music. Yeah. And now people are actually noticing DC for its music, especially. Mm-hmm. So it's a toss up. I agree. And I would say like DC brings it all together. Like when you go to music events, you see people dressed like really nice like you see the fashion in the music and you see the art in the music and you see the art in the fashion like it's just dc's culture just kind of combines all of it so no matter if you're in the music you're probably gonna be swaggy and you're probably gonna like art like no matter where you're at like it's you're just creative yeah you're a creative i agree okay okay now would you say that any of these categories could be like strengthened like you know to really like push their presence forward you know so that more people in the in the in the area can say the same thing that y'all just said i think they all could be strengthened honestly like i feel like the underground music art fashion scene is kind of unified but if that scene like on a higher scale like combined together like dc like you couldn't stop dc it would just be a creative hub but i don't think it's like gotten to that point where like it's kind of mainstream DC for like music, fashion, and art to be like a wave. It's not really mainstream right now, or mm-hmm. it's just kind of becoming mainstream in DC. And I don't know, it's, it's not there yet, but I think it definitely has the potential to, to get there very soon. And I piggybacking off of her is where I think we kind of come in because we just want to connect the dots. Yeah, we just want to, you know, bring it all together. Yeah, like if you are an a rapper and you need, you know, visuals. Okay, we have a videographer here. Okay, well, we can set that up. 
we also have this t-shirt company that would love for you to you know promote that if everyone helps each other and Mm -hmm. kind of you know cross promotes and cross you know works together they'll then we can propel forward because you have so many different things on one platform together working together okay Mm -hmm. i'm asking a really hard question Mm -hmm. name me a person or a brand that you are fans of one one music one visual art one fashion from here or just in general uh let's do from here first and then we'll do in general this is hard (laughs) music i told you i'm gonna ask you a hard question right what are the categories again music visual art and fashion okay just one doesn't have to be like the best it just be like one of your favorites um i would honestly say gold link is one from music because he was kind of like coming up on the scene when we very first started and it was just really cool to see like somebody from the dmv making it and like being noticed like out of the country and i think that was like super inspirational and his music is really good so his music is really good yeah no it really is really good yeah Mm, okay, my music person is kind of somebody, I don't know how long he's been here, and I might be pronouncing his last name wrong, but he just did a song with Gold Link and Shy Glizzy, Brent Fayette. Oh, that crew jump. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was actually listening to that on the way here. Mm-hmm, I really like him. I've listened to his, he had like an EP or something, and it's really, really good. So I would say that's somebody who, now that I see you did a song with Gold Link and Shy Glizzy, like two XXL freshmen from here, that's a good look. But I heard of him before, so... Mm-hmm. I'm I'm proud to see that okay. coming up. Okay. Yeah. So what about uh visual art? Hmm. I you know so many visual artists that this is really hard. Yeah. Um I like that girl who did your hat, but I don't remember. Oh, her. Issa please. Yes. Issa please. She's, yeah. Okay. She's really cool. She's such a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um I met her at like an art all night event. Actually okay. somewhere around here at the Wonder Bread Factory. And bought one of her hats. I've been, like, following her on Instagram for a while. She's just super cool. Definitely check out her art. I think she paints, does visual mm-hmm. art, models, a few other things. Okay. She's pretty cool. Um. Okay, I will, I'll shout out a streetwear brand that we really like. Okay. These are our homies, Trapanese. Oh, yeah. From TrapaneseDC.com. Okay. They have, you know, cool stuff going on, and yeah. those are our friends, so we'll always support the yeah, homies. We collabed with them with mm-hmm. our um, networking event, and they're, yeah, they're super cool. Um, and I'd also just shout out Ian Williams from DC Fashion Week because yes. he's kind of, con- not even the reason, like, that we're going to New York Fashion Week, but, like, if it wasn't, just for being a DC Fashion Week, I don't think we'd have mm-hmm. the platform that we're at right now and going to where we're going this year. So I think it was really cool how he started DC Fashion Week and created a fashion scene for DC and just have a lot of respect for him and what he started and the way he created. How long have y'all followed DC Fashion Week? Not even that mm-hmm. long. Okay. But like when we had the opportunity to interview him and just us like him telling us his background is just like i'm always just motivated by like mm-hmm. people creating a lane for themselves and like making it so it's just inspirational to hear his story i'm gonna have to check back into because i'll i'll admit and anybody who knows me well knows like when it comes to dc and fashion i'm mm-hmm. just like uh, <laughs> but um since y'all brought him up i'm gonna I'm I'm check back into dc fashion week and see see what's what mm-hmm. you know what i mean um okay uh Okay, how about in general, music, visual art, fashion? Well, can like I say inspiration? Sure. Okay, <laughs> Erica Badu is my inspiration. Like she's my mom. Mm-hmm. I just love her. When we got to see her at Broccoli City Fest, was it two years? That was ago? our first Broccoli City. Our, yeah, she DJed. Um, she is a good one. D- definitely a musical gem. inspiration. She's yeah. a gem. And um, a fashion inspiration and an art inspiration. Uh, yeah, she's she's the goat. Hmm, who inspires me? Let's see. I'm really inspired by Jay-Z. I really, he's one of my favorite rappers. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever is said about him, I just admire the come up and how you really, you've made your own lane. Him and Diddy are like, I call them Sean and Sean. Those are like <laughs> the goats. Yeah. And I want to do what they're doing. So mm-hmm. to me, you know, your inspirations have to be the people, you know, your goats, the mm-hmm. elders. So those are the two people that I look up to, but Jay-Z. Definitely. Okay. Okay. All right. We can do that. That's that works. Um, random question. What does bad and bougie mean to y'all? 
<laughs> I said I was going to make this a Twitter question, but I don't think I have enough followers on Twitter to make it like go viral. But I really want to know what bad and bougie means to everybody individually. Um, you know, you know what's funny is I don't even care to be bad and bougie. Yeah. I just care about raindrop. Drop yeah, top. you know, like, yeah, like I don't even is. identify with like the bad and bougie like no. idea but cooking just, up dope it's lit. with an like, uzi you don't see, identify with that i mean no but <laughs> it's but it's lit like you just gotta do it for the yeah. culture like it's a good song and Migos uh, have been making hits yeah for for a while yes yeah. they they are good at the hits yeah they are good with that yeah i think bad and bougie is just whatever you make it like for girls that's just your inner glow like you're yeah. bad and bougie i saw a tweet that was like <laughs> when you realize bad and bougie is the female version of handsome and wealthy and i was like that is so <laughs> it is. true yeah and that's why the Migos you know, are still relevant yeah mm-hmm. that's that's a good point that's handsome and wealthy was my song that was yeah that was yeah that was my, yeah. That was my <laughs> song <laughs> she loved that song yeah. yo and i don't i don't do too much i don't party as much as i used to i don't do too much dancing but when Certain songs come on. Oh, yeah. I get you up just gotta, and yeah. whenever Handsome and Wealthy would come on, mm-hmm. I just do my little that jig. Dirty little Millie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but nah. Migos are, they're lit. Okay. All right. I like that answer I think too. Quavo is going to do like big numbers this year. Oh, Man, this Quavo is, is a star. Yeah. He is a star. He is. He's a star. He really You know, is. and I hope that his 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 guys and, and Migos, they support him, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in he's solo the Beyonce yeah. of Migos. So it's going to be Beyonce and them, and then Quavo and them. It's going to be an ultimate battle. <laughs> Beyonce and Quavo. Like, Yo! about Black Excellence. Yo! That would be crazy. Nah. That would be Black Excellence. What if Yo. they did a song together? So just like how like there was that Future Drake album, mm-hmm. you know, Beyonce and Quavo could do I an album. Mean, they would take over the world. <laughs> like, that would, oh my gosh, I think everyone would cry. 2017 would turn up. I think everyone would like, Yo, somebody get this to Beyonce's people yes, Beyonce and make and that Quavo, happen. Yes, Beyonce do a collab. Yes. And you know we won't know about it. <laughs> That's so it cool. Might have, it might have actually happened. Hey, just drop it then. If it's already been done, drop it. Drop I'm ready. It. I'm ready. I'm ready for that. All right, um, a couple more questions for y'all. So, um, I know you said that y'all are doing New York Men's Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about the, how that came about, because I, if you, I would say, because I've done just Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week in general, and a couple of times, and like if you have that experience, one, it'll reshape any whatever idea you had of Fashion Week to begin with, because I <laughs> thought it was going to be like what I saw on TV, and it kind of was like you know, seven minutes, it's over, but I didn't know it was so much hurry up and wait. But it was still cool, though, because I met a lot of dope people. And just to be in that mix, you know, um, this is back when they were still doing it at Bryant Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that was just really amazing to me. I was like, I can't believe I'm at New York Fashion Week. I used to watch this on TV. You know what I mean? So how did, how did that uh, come about for y'all? You know, wait, I, I think it was. I think, I think we got a DM from a designer that we had met at DC Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. And she was just like. Um, if you all want to work with New York Fashion Week, like, email this person. So we filled out a form and got confirmation. And, yeah, that's kind of what happened. And that's all I was just saying. I was thankful for DC Fashion Week because I would definitely say, like, the Hippie Junkies focus wasn't ever fashion, but we've definitely done pretty cool things. And, like, when we do do fashion stuff, mm-hmm. it's been pretty cool things we've been involved with and the people we've met as well, so... So are y'all going to just be uh, covering some shows up there? Or? We're going to cover a show or, well, a few shows. We're going to attend some shows just as guests. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to, you know, support some of our artist friends out there okay. and just make it a whole trip. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to the coverage and the recap on that. Yeah. We're excited. Mm-hmm. We're excited. Okay. It's going to be lit. Well, bringing it back to D.C., um, before we close, out, just a couple more questions for y'all. Um, so D.C., has come a long way with its social offerings, very diverse social offerings now. You know, you got music festivals and all types of parties, and you got live performance events, open mics, and you got pop-up shops and in-stores and whatnot. Um, you think you think DC is close to hitting a plateau on what's being offered, or you think, you know, the city has just scratched the surface? I would say scratch the, the surface. surface. Okay. We make it our business to involve ourselves and what's going on like on the government scale in dc's like arts industry and music industry and like any type of scale possible that's like D- 
DC creative, like whether that's with the government stuff or nonprofit or whatever, like we just make it our business to be there at events, like go to conferences and stuff. And I think if the government is starting to notice what's going on in DC's creative scene, like that's only the beginning. Because at first, like, I don't think we like the music scene isn't really supported by anybody except for the artists and the supporters. So once you get that bigger support, it can only go up from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. And also it's just the reason why New York and LA haven't hit a plateau is because people are constantly traveling through there to there, et cetera. Mm -hmm. This is the nation's capital. So Mm -hmm. there's always going to be people here. Whenever you do a world tour, you have to stop by DC. Like there's no reason for it to slow down because the city's always hustling and bustling. So. But just the focus is just a little different. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I agree. Uh, someone, I was talking with a friend a while back, and she told me, you know, one of the things with D.C. is that with things that are created in D.C., like people aren't fans. People and D.C. is in a fan town now. Would you agree with that or disagree? I would agree to some extent that's something that, I feel like that's the reason why DC hasn't, mm-hmm. you know, taken that next leap is because that famous quote, everyone loves art until it's time to buy it. Yeah. So it's kind of like you can like it from afar, but as soon as somebody, you know, wants to ask for money or ask you, ask for you to pay for their service, people are kind of like, oh, but you're my mans, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And also just the access, like everyone's a fan of something. So if people even knew about like some of the stuff that was going on, like I'm pretty sure they would, you know, be interested. Like when we were, when we went to a conference at Georgetown University, they were kind of saying like, there's a reason why this school is so far away from like actual DC and how they don't get to experience actual DC culture. Like I think that people who are from this area and grew up in this area have a sense of like, what's DC? And then people who are from out of town have a different sense of what's in DC, but we all live here now. So why don't we just like all kind of try to connect the dots and do something with it what was the reason they gave for uh why um you know just the you know just the cultural aspect of you know how dc used to be heavily populated and african-american like around u street and how like that's like the the black harlem for dc and kind of saying like georgetown was kind of like not the black people side of dc and saying like they're saying now like we need to kind of mix cultures for this to work because DC's just changing into something I don't even know now. So, I mean, it was just diff- it was interesting to see the historical significance of like how DC is built, how our culture is set up, how we're evolving, and how we need to use that to shape DC. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's okay. cool. I mean, I would like I would like to see people here be fans of more of what's coming out of DC. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I um, would too. Mm-hmm. Just because um. We got some we got some solid product coming out of Definitely. DC. You know what I mean? Definitely. And um I think if people just had a little taste, they get hooked. Mm-hmm. Sorry to make a drug reference. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, just still though, like I just think for me, I think maybe the distribution channels could probably yeah. be better. Mm-hmm. Perhaps that's what it is. Like mm-hmm. I was even thinking to myself, um, and I'm putting this out there to whoever hears this and wants to take 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 me up on this, cause I don't want to do this because it's not my lane, but like, you know, a record pool mm-hmm. like there could be like a dmv music record pool yeah. you know what i mean and that would make it easy to get music to djs yeah. you know what i mean because i think even even for the djs that are plugged in to what's mm-hmm. what's coming out mm-hmm. from artists from here mm-hmm. i still think there's so much more that is being missed out on yeah, and then there's djs who are playing in some of these like bigger more popular venues mm-hmm. who could play a lot of the music that's being created by dmv artists mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. or use music and videos or just uh if they're making a short film or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be mm-hmm. like whatever all the reasons that people use record pools you know what i mean mm-hmm. like um like i remember I, I had even joined a record pool years ago and i'm not even a dj i don't i i did nothing but just like review music and check out new and upcoming artists you know, but that record pool was very helpful, even to the point where, like, one time I went to um this um one record pool, Digiwax, um, when they were, uh, I think they're still based in Harlem. But I went up there to, like, talk to the people, meet the people, because, like, you know, I thought it was really cool to be able to just have this one-stop shop to get all this rec- these this music from, like, 
unsigned independent mm-hmm. up-and-coming artist yeah. you know what i mean so i think that it would be dope if somebody created like a dmv record pool oh, you know yeah. what i mean um and that could be the first step you know mm-hmm. what i mean I, I i hear about people doing like fashion incubators and artist mm-hmm. incubators but like like visual art in the incubators but like mm-hmm. a dmv record pool you know what i mean yeah. that i think that would be dope so whoever is this and jumps on that first do it i'll be behind you 100 percent. you know what i mean a great resource to mm-hmm. artists i like that idea i like that a lot i wish you were I wish you were into it to do it. I know. I, I have a strained relationship with like with like music in terms of just like sitting down and, and listening to like what's new and what's mm-hmm. coming out and whatnot. It's, you know, so I I, tur- I turn to the it people is. who who in, who enjoy doing that mm-hmm. and, and ask them like what's hot, what's happening. Mm-hmm. But even still, like I said, I shouldn't have to just solely rely on them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think DJs, and I, I don't think DJs have always been the 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 main disseminators of like mm-hmm. what's next in music yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. and i think now that we're in an age where music um create music has become very localized in mm-hmm. different regions mm-hmm. everywhere across the world mm-hmm. you know if you know there were just like straight up record pools you know what i mean that that you can just go to right away for all that's happening you know what i mean then I think that would really help create these 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 fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just speaking about DC specifically, and this could go for anybody anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like just speaking about DC specifically, because also DC is a very unique place. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because DC was so cut off from the entertainment industry for so long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In terms of just like things being grown from the inside out. Mm-hmm. You know, so whatever people who are here who have that knowledge and know how and those connections can do to create those hubs mm-hmm. that like a record pool i keep talking about it because like i think it's a brilliant idea it's gonna happen um, but yeah you already put it in the air um, yeah. i think that that would be the best thing mm-hmm. um to get more of this music out you know yeah. what i mean um because like i said this this is <sighs> there are like a shit ton of artists yeah, in yeah. the DMV, we yeah. always meet someone new. We like, always meet someone, and new. they're all great. Like you know, um, so absolutely. So I say all that to say, because y'all are my first episode of the year. Hey, um, and I did call this the Stop, Look, Listen episode. Um, and because y'all are the Hippie Junkie, and the Hippie Junkie is a creative agency. What should people be on the lookout for creatively in DC for 2017? Like, what's what's on your radar, and you want to let everybody know? Like, keep your eyes open. I mean, hmm, that is. Terrible. I mean, is it fair to just say keep your eyes open? Like, yeah. just just stay no, woke. Don't 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 keep it. No, you gotta give <laughs> some specifics. You know, specific, you gotta specific. get you gotta give specifics. You know, just because, like I said, most people like they don't have they don't have the same scope that y'all have or that I may have. So, you know, you got to get specifics to get to start guiding people in the right direction because then you got them in the right direction. Mm. That's when okay. that's when the domino effect happens. Okay. okay. I feel it. Okay. I would say, mm, I would say they need to keep their eyes open mm, for the music. I feel like I want to say the music because there's just so much like you said, there's so much music, and yeah, I think DC's music industry is really gonna like take start off to soon. flourish. Yeah, very, very there's soon. a lot of music. There's a lot of great artists out there. Open your minds to like different types of music too. Like mm-hmm. sometimes we are music is always on shuffle, so you might hear you know Migos, mm-hmm. then you might hear some like Honduran jazz, and you know different types of things. So mm-hmm. be open to listening to different types of music because DC has a lot of different type of artists and they're all really good Mm -hmm. yeah and i definitely just say with like the way the industry is budding right now like i think people can look forward to a lot of like cool events whether it's like oh yeah dope shows or events day parties or networking events or conferences like i think like this is the year for just like y'all still haven't given any specific i mean just Look out, we got some things coming up. I mean, I guess, yeah, (laughs) pay attention to what we're paying attention to. Yeah, just follow us on Twitter. Yeah. You'll always get the tea. Okay, okay. (laughs) Are there any artists, any, any... Music, music uh, artists, regardless of genre, that people should be on the lookout for from the DMV. 
Mm. I have two right off the bat. Go ahead. Um, this duo, April and Vista. Vista yeah, they're lit. They are so amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wanted to say them earlier, and I really was going to be like, can I interject yeah. and just say I want to shout them they're out? They're great. Oh, my God. We they saw per- them at Black Cat. Yeah, and they performed at uh, my internship before. So far, sounds. Shout out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, April and Vista, great duo. And then this artist's name is The Experience. Okay. He makes really good music. It's all It all sounds different and vibey, so he's somebody to be on the lookout for as well. Yeah, I can agree with that. Okay. Um, who else would I say? Ooh, these are so fun. Um, Ari Lennox has already been on the come up, but I, I feel like her. this year, like she's gonna just gonna you know her. grow even more. Mm-hmm. Um, when she came out with Faux, like that was a really good project. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think she's gonna hold it down for the DMV. I was gonna, I was legit gonna say, and I had an honorable mention. Yeah. And we met her. She's so she's such a love sweetheart. her, <laughs> love her. Yeah. Okay, and what about uh, any uh, fashion brands that people should be on the lookout for? I would just say support small businesses. Um, Shout out to T. Brown. She has a a line called Pineapple Express. We always love our black businesswomen. Is, Is that her favorite strain? Um, no, no, she. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> know. She likes pineapples. So okay. maybe he loves she, pineapples. Okay. So yeah. Pineapples are good. Yeah. Yes. So it's a it's a really lit brand. You guys should check her out. Always got to shout out the fam Trapanese. Mm-hmm. They're on the big things. Yeah, Trapanese. Support them. Um, um, oh, isolation. Oh yeah. They're from the DMV. Nudity I, is a good brand. Yeah. Who is? Nudity. Nudity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, nudity melanin. Yeah. Melanin, melanin is a good brand. Okay. All right. Um, there's so many people out here. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of the people who like we've reached out to mm-hmm. or talked to. Brands are brands are the wave. Like I think like small local brands are like the thing now. Like used you like be, everybody used to want to like rock the bigger brands, but I think smaller brands are the wave. Well, well I, th- I would say things are coming full circle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, definitely, I think people are going back to how things were in the '90s mm-hmm. and, and generations yeah. before, where we supported. A lot of the local yeah. mm-hmm. uh, DC streetwear brands, yeah. you know what I mean. So now we got a new crop of brands mm-hmm. based out of here that are coming up, and so the, like you said, like support and going mm-hmm. back to that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I wish I had my laptop so I could just read off all the stickers. Yeah, like, yeah our laptop we, has all we, stickers. We always collect stickers. Like, yeah, we okay. need to get some stickers. Yeah, yeah, we do. Okay, so any events or anything coming up from the Hippie Junkie in the next? Couple months or so. Look out for something in February. Yes. Um, I don't know if I want to. I don't think I want to tell them yet, but it's going to be big. No, if it's not ready, don't tell them. It's yet. not ready, but it's going to be just. Just know it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I would also say look out for if we, you know, announce another mixer. I would definitely say mm-hmm. come out to that. Um, that's definitely oh, in the yeah. plans. Our birthdays are in May, so we have something up our sleeves yes. for that. So okay. all year we're kind of yeah. we're thinking about events for the whole year. So we have, you know, a few things on the list. Yeah. We've got a lot planned out mm-hmm. though. Like it's a lot. Okay. It's not gonna just be like one or two things. Mm-mm. All right. Well, I will keep an eye out for it indeed. Um, where can people find y'all? Um, thehippiejunkie.com at the hippie junkie on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Um, um, hippie and junkie are I E. Yeah. Some people put a Y. It's no Y. Yeah. Don't add an S at the end. No. Um, or you can just look up the hashtag favorite hippies yes. and you'll be able to find our page from that hashtag. Yes. You can also find them in the streets. Yes. Oh, you out, know, here, out here. Being trap bombs. Mm-hmm. If you ever run into us, like just know you'll have a good time. We're nice people. We always bring our own turn up, so don't <laughs> worry about having to take care of us. We're good. We'll take care of ourselves. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was a pleasure having both of y'all on it the show. Was fun. It was so fun. I've learned a, a lot more about the hippie junkie. Yay. As well as what I need to keep an eye out on. Okay, cool. And I hope that listeners have learned a great deal as well. So... Much respect to y'all. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so you. much for having us and, you know, inviting us to be on yeah, your show. Definitely happy to be on the first episode yeah, of 2017. Hopefully we'll be invited for like yeah. a wrap up of the year or something. Yeah. I'm going to keep that in mind. Matter of fact, I'm going to make a note on that because I take <laughs> copious notes. Yes. <laughs> love it. Love All right, those. y'all. Thank you. Thank you.
All the Fly Kids show is produced and recorded at One Love Magic located across from the historic Howard Theater in Washington, D.C. Engineered by Mike, Mark, and Molly, and produced by Geronimo Hill. You can subscribe and listen to this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Mixcloud. Pay it forward and let your people know we're here.